Hi guys, welcome back to Girl Therapy. I'm your host, Nicole, and I am so excited for today's episode. I feel like I haven't recorded in so long. I just got back from my trip to Austin. I was in Austin, Texas, visiting one of my closest friends, Caitlin. I had the best weekend with her. It was just such good vibes. It was much needed, just relaxation, girl time, good food, lots of good food. We had barbecue yesterday at one. It is now 1 p.m. I just had my first meal. I'm not even sure if I was hungry, but I was like, I need to eat something. We had the best barbecue. Like the entire weekend was just filled with so much fun and laughs. I literally got abs from laughing. I almost peed and shit myself so many times from laughing. (laughs) It was like literally dangerous. And I was staying with her and her husband. And her husband was like, I have never seen you laugh like this with anybody else to her. He was like, of all your girlfriends, I've never seen you laugh like this. And it's so true. It was so therapeutic. And I'm so grateful to have her in my life. I was just there for four days. I love Austin. My toxic trait is I went there and I'm like, hmm, like maybe I can move here one day. I would love to be there full time just to like be with her all the time because we are just so similar in so many ways. And it kind of leads me into what I'm going to be speaking about today, which is my eating disorder or my previous eating disorder. I'm sorry, didn't mean to like drop that on you guys with like no, no context, like trigger warning this episode. I will be talking about eating disorders, over exercising, all of that stuff. So if any of this is going to trigger you, please stop listening now. I'm not going to get too in-depth about it, the details of it all. I more so want to talk about me overcoming it and kind of like give you an update on what my mindset is like now compared to what it was back then. I really wanted to record this episode with Caitlin because we actually went through this together. She has since then recovered and fixed her relationship with food and so have i you know i think everybody's journey is different but i think it's something that we all experience at some point in time even men we experience some sort of body dysmorphia we experience you know wanting to lose weight we experience possibly gaining weight and being uncomfortable in our bodies and figuring out how to have a good relationship with food and how to keep balance in our lives. So I've known Caitlin since high school and we both started struggling with our eating disorders around the same time. And when you are going through that with somebody, you don't talk about it. And at that time too, I feel like eating disorders weren't as prevalent because social media wasn't as prevalent. People are talking about it now on TikTok, on Reels. Like there's so much more out there and there's also so much more out there that is not a good, um, like I think social media now has created this false sense of perfection, like all the influencers, I know I'm one of them, but you see pictures of them on the internet and you think I'm supposed to look like that. I'm supposed to be like that. Why don't I look like that? You're constantly comparing yourself and it's really bred this toxic environment. I feel, you know, scared for some of the generations and the kids who are easily impressionable and young who are seeing these girls who are really skinny or, you know, just don't have the same body types as them. And then 
comparing themselves to them and thinking that we all have to look a certain way or be a certain way and it's just not true it's so important like that i'm a positive influence because i do understand that i am an influencer and i am putting workout content out there food content out there just content out there in general that people are going to consume and maybe kids who are 13 14 15 16 17 18 whatever are seeing my content so I really want to make sure that I'm setting a realistic standard an attainable standard and just setting a good example and also just talking about the struggles that I went through so that if you are going through this you don't feel alone and you also know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it is possible to heal your relationship with food and have a good relationship with food because when I was going through this period of my life I remember having this thought one day like I'm exhausted I'm tired. I don't know if I'm ever going to recover from this. I don't see a day that I don't see a place in which I will ever not think about food. I remember like eating meals and I'm just like, I'm tired of feeling guilty. And I don't remember what it's like to eat a cupcake and not want to cry about it. I don't remember what it's like to like eat a cookie or a burger and not be thinking about it for hours and then need to feel like I need to go to the gym or need to feel like I have to restrict, or not even trusting myself with a bag of chips, or a bag of nuts, or a bag of chocolate. Like literally being afraid of myself. I got to this point that I was like, what's it even like to have a normal relationship with food anymore? What's it like to not constantly be thinking about food anymore? And I remember being like, does everybody think like this? Like, are we all just, is everybody like this? Like seeing somebody eat something that was maybe considered bad food seeing my friends who could just like grab a slice of pizza and then not think about it i'm like how i really couldn't wrap my head around not obsessing over food and not letting it control your life it was something that was like filled with a lot of shame i think there's a lot of shame in that like how could you let food something that can't even talk to you talk back to you fight you control you this trip to texas was so healing and like me and caitlin haven't really seen each other like we haven't hung out much you know we we kind of like went our separate ways we've always supported each other from a distance and kept in touch via social media but we wouldn't say we had any sort of real friendship because it's not like we were talking or speaking and then one day we just started reconnecting again and it was like through social media and we started then to like text and send voice memos and then we hung out over christmas break just recently and it was like no time had passed and it it was so cool because we came together as these completely different versions of ourselves we were able to look at each other and be like wow like look how far we've come two people who went through something at a very similar time at a very similar age and we never spoke about it we both knew but we never spoke about it because there's so much shame in it to just be completely like now we were in new york city and we were able to like go on this big food adventure because we've always shared this love of food together she was like i need you to come visit me in austin so i just got back and the food that i was eating the things that i was doing being thrown off my schedule not being able to exercise as much as i want we got our steps in we went to the gym twice but that's something that years and years and years ago i couldn't have imagined doing because like i said food really controlled my life and exercise really controlled my life and the idea of being thrown off my schedule the idea of not knowing where i'm going to eat of a salad not being on the menu would have really derailed me and i probably would have not even wanted to go on that trip or went on that trip or enjoyed that trip For me to be able to go on this trip and really just enjoy and for us to do it together was so special. And I'm just really excited for all the moments like that to come. So 
I'm just gonna talk about my um, journey with my relationship with food a little bit. So I grew up very active. I grew up in a household in which we owned a martial arts school. So I was always working out. I never went to a gym, but we were just always working out. I was always at the karate school. I was taking classes. I was doing Taekwondo. I was doing gymnastics. I did horseback riding. I did dance. I was this very active kid. I was always outside. Going to the gym was never really something that I thought about. Exercise was something that I never really thought about. Eating healthy was something I didn't really have to think about. When you're young, you have a fast metabolism. I never thought about that. And my mom cooked a lot of homemade meals. So I will say we ate healthy in that sense, but food was always available to me. My mom never told us we couldn't eat things. I would drink soda and juices and we'd have all the snacks. We'd have chips, you know, popcorn. Nothing was off limits. I was never told I couldn't have anything. Like I just ate whatever I wanted. I never had any sort of restrictions. I ate whatever I wanted as much as I wanted. I've always had a huge appetite. My mom would cook these like massive Italian dinners. We'd be eating like lasagna and mac and cheese and pizza and, you know, a lot of pasta and, you know, chicken cutlets. Like I, there was nothing that was off the table. And I remember I used to like come home from school. I used to pound back two boxes of Easy Mac, a can of corn, chips, and smart food popcorn. Then I'd be like hungry for dinner. I had a big appetite and I was really active. So I never thought about food. And when you're young, you do notice things. Like I I remember my mom always talking a little bit negatively about her body. She would just be like, oh, I'm so fat. Or like, oh, my fat. Like, you know, things that my mom say. She wasn't an almond mom by any means. My mom, you know, eats a ton. We have a very similar stature. She's, you know, shorter. We carry weight a little bit. My whole family has fat asses. Like, she would just talk about herself like, oh, like my thighs are so big today. And I, I would pick up on that stuff, but I never thought anything of it. I remember she would have always like these pills in the house, like make you like poop and whatever. <laughs> this little diet pill, this will make you poop, this will that. She never made comments about my body. And I think there are some toxic parents out there who do comment on their kids' bodies, but she never commented about mine. And then I went to college. I It was my first time that I wasn't working out as much because I didn't have martial arts anymore. I wasn't at the karate school anymore. I was kind of forced to go to the gym for the first time ever. It wasn't, that wasn't my first thought. When I didn't, when I went to college, I wasn't like, oh, I need to get to the gym. When I went to college, everybody is worried about the freshman 15. And yeah, I was like partying a lot. I was eating a lot. Some kids go to college and like, they've never drank it in their life. They've never really cooked for themselves or had access to, you know, so much food or just didn't have any parents telling them what they could or couldn't do. Because I didn't grow up like that, it really wasn't that much of a culture shock to me. I was obviously feeling more like an adult. I could do whatever I wanted. I had whatever snacks I wanted in my dorm room. That didn't scare me. I think like just the freshman 15 stereotype that everybody says kind of like was like, ooh, is that like a thing? But I wasn't worried about it. And it wasn't until I joined a sorority, and I don't want to blame any of this on the sorority. I'm not going to name the sorority. It has nothing to do with the sorority. It was just the fact that I joined a sorority and I was surrounded by so many girls, like so many beautiful women and even living with them because I lived in the sorority house and seeing them and they're also like tall and lean and like very skinny girls, but like naturally, a lot of them were just naturally very skinny and I was surrounded by that. And then I was kind of like, whoa, like I'm like living in a house with these girls. I was kind of like, why don't I like look like that? Like they can eat a lot and they like are just like skinny. I'm living in a house with 20 something girls and you're all seeing each other's bodies and mine looked a little bit different. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to look like her. 
Like, I kind of want to look like that because, like, she's getting the attention. You know, let me just, like, try and lose some weight. I started going to the gym and it started off small. I just started off, like, you know, a little bit of running, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, I'd never really even picked up a weight in my life. Never done, like, squats on a machine. Like, I grew up doing martial arts, so I didn't know what I was doing. I did a lot of cardio. I did a lot of stuff on the elliptical. I did a lot of stuff on the treadmill. One thing turned into another. And suddenly, I'm worried about how many calories I'm burning at the gym. I remember the day I burned 500 calories at the gym, like, on the treadmill. And that was, like, the first time I'd ever even looked at a number and I was like okay I'm just gonna burn 500 calories a day at the gym every single day and then I started looking at portion sizes and nutrition labels and really becoming aware of like how much I should be eating to the point where I was like counting the pretzels and then it turned into what if I just take away a few pretzels and this applies to like any area of food I was eating it I started just becoming more aware of the numbers which is like I never counted calories in my life my first experience becoming really aware of how much I was eating for someone like me who's always had a big appetite I was like oh my god I've been eating way too much I was like I've been tripling these portion sizes so it wasn't like Overnight, one day I stopped eating. I'm eating these meals, but what if I just take away a little bit of this? What if I half this? What if I don't add any carbs? It was just me slowly decreasing. I started fasting. Oh my God, I started with these skinny teas and you had to eat them 30 minutes. I wanna say, I don't remember if it was prior or after each meal, but these skinny teas were supposed to help with digestion. So I got really fixated on these skinny teas and when I'd be eating them. So then I was more aware of when I was eating and I couldn't eat unless I had like had my skinny tea. That also became a thing. I slowly started to hyper fixate on things. Eating out became kind of scary, really scary. So I lived in my sorority house and we had a chef. He would cook things and I wasn't in control of that. I didn't want these meals that he was cooking because they were unhealthy. It was like mac and cheese. It was tacos. It was all these things, but we had a salad bar. So I said, great, I'll just eat at the salad bar. And there's always like grilled chicken and stuff like that. I'll just like grab a piece of grilled chicken. Every single day I would have a salad with grilled chicken. And then it was like, okay, no dressing. Little things like that. I was not eating any of the food the chef had out. I was constantly now just making salads and chicken. So that's all I ate. Then it turned into, what if I just skip a meal? And then I started to notice I was getting skinnier. My clothes were fitting better. I was feeling better. I was like getting more tension. Not in like a way like, oh, Nicole's skinny. It was just like, oh, like Nicole looks a little different. I remember I sent a picture to my mom in my dorm room and she was like, you look great. You look kind of skinny. But I was like, yeah, like I lost some weight. I started like going to the gym, whatever. And I wasn't home. So it's not like anybody could see what I was doing. That's kind of like where it all started was when I like started to really see me like lose weight and I was like whoa nobody noticed either and I would say like nobody in the sorority noticed that I was losing weight I would make excuses like not be able to like go down to eat dinner with everybody then I would go down a little bit later and make my own dinner because I was really embarrassed that I like wasn't really eating I just didn't want anybody to question me or ask any questions or make me feel uncomfortable so I would just like go and eat by myself so this is when then I started like isolating I started to not want to go to like parties or dinners or things it really ruined my experience with college because I missed out on so many dinners I missed out on so many social gatherings because I was scared of the food that was going to be there and I also didn't have the energy I used to stand up constantly and just get dizzy and need to sit back down because I exerted so much energy at the gym I was barely eating the last thing I had the energy to do was to then go out like I just really was not enjoying any aspect of life 
I was truly miserable, but I didn't know it. And at the same time, I was like, I also don't care because I look good or I thought I looked good. I didn't even know really what an eating disorder was, I would say. Like, I didn't like have that verbiage. Then I started to get exposed to ED, you know, people eating. I don't even know what I watched these on, like Instagram. Where would I? TikTok wasn't a thing. What was I watching these videos on? That's crazy. YouTube. I don't know. It had to be Instagram. I was just watching or looking at people's meals that people were doing like had eds and i'd see what they were eating and like how little they were eating i started to finally feel like normal in a way where i was like oh i'm not the only one going through this but also i just became obsessed with how these other people were also obsessed i don't know i'm so upset that i can't remember where i'd i thought there were videos maybe it was just pictures but that's so boring can't imagine me like sitting in bed like looking at people's food pictures for like hours and hours but that's really what i did i became so obsessed with just seeing how little other people were eating or seeing what other people were eating that spiraled into me getting deeper and deeper into this eating disorder to the point where I remember I was going to a junior prom with this guy or oh my god no this was my freshman year of college actually this was my freshman year of college he was older than me I want to say he was a year or two older than me and he brought me to like one of his mixers or something they would like feed us and everything there but I didn't want to like eat when I got there so before I left I had half of a hundred calorie protein bar and even that was like a lot I was like I'll have half I go to this mixer I am so skinny at this point looking at the picture now it's concerning this was like a guy i was kind of steadily seeing no one had said anything to me at this point either and i hadn't really seen my family much because i feel like i was losing weight a little slowly at the beginning and then one day it just like happened i was just dropping weight dropping weight i was probably 98 pounds at this time I was just skin and bones. This guy that I was seeing, he'd known me from the start. So he kind of started to gradually see it. And I think one day it just like all hit. And like when he just like saw me in this like dress and there was just like nothing there. I think that's when he really got concerned. And this guy is like so sweet to this day. I like, I'm so grateful for him. He was the only person who said something to me. When he approached me, he was like, hey, like I really don't know what to say. Like I've like literally talked to like my guidance counselor about this because I'm really scared to say something to you but like i've really noticed that you've lost a lot of weight and you just don't seem happy and i'm getting concerned and i was pissed like i was mad at him i felt naked like i felt so vulnerable in front of him i was like how dare you like say something like that to me and like how dare you comment on my body and i don't know like i was embarrassed that he noticed i didn't know what to say i truly just like got angry and i was like obviously he was right but in my head i was like what is he saying oh he just doesn't get it i literally just did not talk to him for like two weeks like i just didn't know what to say eventually i i don't know what happened i think like i just eventually said something to him and we were okay but I went home for Christmas. I think this is when my family really noticed as well because I wasn't eating anything. Like I remember Christmas dinner, my aunt was cooking and I like literally brought my own chicken breast with like no, with nothing on it, just like a little salt and pepper. I wouldn't touch anything. I decided I wasn't going to go back to URI because I wasn't happy and I thought I wasn't happy because I just didn't like it there and I didn't like the girls or I didn't like whatever. I just blamed a lot of stuff on the school itself and I was like, I'm just not happy there. I'm going to transfer to UConn. I transferred to UConn. In this time before I went to UConn, I rekindled with one of my childhood, you know, he was like my best friend uh, growing up. I've known him since fourth grade. He 
was just like a really good friend to me and he was always really interested in me and me and him actually ended up dating so because me and him started dating he would take me out to eat a lot and I started to put on some weight again because I felt more comfortable with somebody who I knew loved me I've always had a love for food throughout this entire thing I've always had a love for food so he'd take me to restaurants and I'd be like oh yeah like I should eat it like a little bit of that oh that does sound good like I'd eat his food he'd order some stuff and I started to get more comfortable with like eating food again but I really had so much guilt like I noticed it a little bit less because I was with him and it would like feel really good to like eat with him but then as soon as I had a second alone or had a second to think about it I would like freak the fuck out and like I was like oh my god why did I do that I was really scared of like starting to gain weight then I went to college I went to UConn and then I was in control again you know I ate a lot of like stuff in my own dorm room my binging wasn't as bad at this point because I lived with two other girls so like I would never binge in front of them either I would I would stick to like relatively very healthy diet there I was still exercising and all this stuff and I was still like very skinny at this point it was when I like saw my boyfriend that I drank a lot and like went out a lot and ate a lot out and my weight started to fluctuate a lot because when I was alone and to myself I would really focus on restricting and dieting and not eating out I was in a binge cycle too at some points like I struggled with that and I also got to a point where I was um bulimic and I was shoving my fingers down my throat I was binging and and throwing up that was the hardest that was like thinking about it I'm like I could cry because it's so sad to for me to think about me going through that as such a young sorry to think that I didn't deserve to like eat is really sad and to like not care about my body like I was I was punishing myself for eating food I think the hardest is when you're in this cycle of of binging and then throwing up and then after I throw up I'd go and eat more and then I'd throw up again and like oh it was exhausting and like my I would pop my blood vessels like my throat was sore I just felt so sick like and then I'd have to go exercise and I'd have to hide it from everybody too and I'd be like guys I don't feel good they'd be like why and I I decided to like tell them I don't know why the binging and the, the throwing up was really something that i felt the worst about i felt disgusting and that it was that point that i started to feel really hopeless restricting is one thing but when you get to a point where you can't even control yourself anymore and you don't know who you are to just not have any self-control and me somebody who's very um regimented but also like i have a lot of discipline so for me to feel completely out of control i felt hopeless i felt like i couldn't tell anybody and i nobody really spoke to me about it like nobody in my family spoke to me we all knew but nobody spoke to me about it because they didn't know how to approach it it got to one point where i was home for something i think it was easter and my mom made a salad and i told her please don't put the dressing on the salad and she was like nicole it's for everybody like i'm gonna put the dressing on the salad and i'm like well then i'm not gonna eat it and she goes she's like yelling at me like are you gonna eat anything then and i'm like no probably not And she said, okay, then get out of the house. Get out of my house. And she kicked me out of the house because I wouldn't eat and I refused to eat. And then I I went and stayed with my friends for a while and also lived with my boyfriend for a little bit too because I had a really terrible relationship with my mom and she didn't know what to do with me. And she never sat down and had a conversation with me. And I never said like, hey, I have 
you know, an eating disorder. And then I lived with my dad for a while because he didn't say anything to me. It was just easier. That really ruined, like, I think me and my mom's relationship for a while, of course. I would say I was like in this cycle for years of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, restricting dieting I was always constantly dieting like I was never like happy with my body it was constantly like I need to lose five pounds you know I need to do this I need to do that and like if I was you know eating something that was maybe bad I was over exercising I was running like eight to ten miles a day it came to a point where I was like counting carrots which I think was also a very alarming place to be like thinking back on that now I was like I was counting baby carrots it wasn't until I think closer to my end of college that I said to my mom I need help. She's like, what do I do? Like, what what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. I think I need like a like a nutrition coach because like I don't know how to like do this myself. I got a nutrition coach and she had me send like progress pictures of to her every single day. And this was a point where I think I I had gained, you know, a good amount of weight. I looked healthy, but I wasn't fit and I wasn't happy and I didn't have a healthy relationship with the food. It was constantly that point of like dieting and I constantly was having a lot of food guilt and I didn't have any balance in my life and I just wanted somebody to help me like with structure and understand like nutrients. I got this coach and I, there's nothing bad to say about her. She deals with big people with eating disorders but she didn't like push me to really try and move past my eating disorder or deal with like food guilt or like how to like have food freedom again she kind of just gave me a good amount of calories to eat every day but it was very structured too structured i can't do like too much structure because then i will hyper fixate again and she had me send progress pictures and i think the pictures were kind of a bad idea like looking back again this was like a while ago i think it was just like how it was <laughs> i just feel like there wasn't as much like resources back then about it and not a lot of people talking about it and i worked with her for a little bit and she did help me like you know, come up with like ways that I could enjoy the food that I was eating, just what I should be eating, like a reasonable amount of calories, but I was still counting. The progress pictures really put me back on the wrong track. I don't really know exactly when the pivotal point was. I can't put a date on it or like a, a specific day in which things really started to change. Slowly but surely, I started to just want to help myself. And I really just figured it out by myself. I didn't really talk to anybody about it because I still didn't know what was going on. I felt like I was in it myself. I need to fix this problem myself. I can do it myself. After I graduated college, I moved to New York City. I became somebody who really valued my health more. My body had been through so much where I was like, I just want to be healthy and I want to feel good. And I worked at Equinox. I had access to like the best resources now in terms of like fitness and health. And I was surrounded by people who also had the same values as me in terms of health and wellness. And I started to get really get into like lifting and I started to get into group fitness and I started to get into more than just like running. I started to realize like running wasn't the only form of exercise I could do. And that was really important too, because I needed to fuel my body properly to be able to like lift weights and to be able to exercise and to have the energy to do all these things. As much as I was on the right path, it didn't mean that I didn't have a lot of setbacks. I still remember a time when I was not eating breakfast and going into work and like really being really busy and like just drinking a lot of coffee. And there came a point where I had to like stop drinking coffee because my anxiety was so bad because all I was doing was drinking coffee and not eating until I got home until 6 p.m. Like I would like have like a, a small little granola bar midday, do a workout and then be like, oh, I'm too busy to even eat and then go home and eat 
and that was pretty much it. So even though I was learning things about like how to work out more, like I still wasn't healing my relationship with food. It was kind of like all or nothing for me. It was like I would get drunk and I kind of loved getting drunk because it gave me an excuse to like I was able to like feel a little bit more loose and then I would like eat things. The next morning I would like have like a, a hungover like bagel and then I'd feel really guilty and wouldn't eat the rest of the day. I was finding my balance and I was figuring it out. I slowly just with like more exposure therapy and more like being around people who like had healthier mindsets. I then was able to notice that like what I was doing wasn't normal and I was like I'm tired of this constant cycle of like wanting to like feel like I want to lose weight. I'm tired of the cycle of guilt. I'm tired of feeling like I don't have control. I started to just like rewire my brain and try to just eat intuitively. I would say like it took me years. My disordered eating, it started my freshman year of college. So that was 2013. And I honestly think up until last year, I will work on this every single day. I will struggle with, you know, food, unfortunately, I think for the rest of my life and not in the sense of like, I'm going to be fluctuating going up and down, but I think I have to make a conscious effort. And I really have to like make the choice to want to show up for myself when I do feel like I am starting to have negative thoughts or maybe around somebody who is filling my brain with negative thoughts or not healthy for me or when I start to feel like Nicole you need to like loosen up a little bit or you need to slow down a little bit or you should have a cheat day or like that felt like a negative thought that you would think like I will always kind of have those things creep into my brain but now I'm more aware of it and I know how to fix it and I know how to not let it get out of control I would say like these last couple of months especially where now I'm like in this place where I'm so happy and like so happy in my career I have like the best relationship with myself which then makes me want to have a really good relationship with food and I would say I think about food the healthiest way I ever have in my entire life now currently I have such a good balance I'm not over exercising exercises like yoga and boxing that do more for me than I've been just a workout I have not counted a single calorie I don't focus on how many calories I burn I simply just focus on feeling good my end goal is never to weigh a certain thing I realize that numbers are my enemy truly so I don't weigh myself either I think when I do that then I start to chase a certain number on the scale and that's not what's important to me what's important to me is just feeling good and being the best version of myself sometimes feeling good means having a cupcake having a cookie having a burger and doing nothing all day sometimes that is my version of health and wellness depending on the day and i think because i'm approaching it with such a different mindset now it's sustainable and i don't feel like i'm in this i'm on this roller coaster of okay i ate this now tomorrow i can't do this and i need to do this to lose weight it's like no I, this is going to be for the rest of my life. And this isn't about me having to look good for a certain occasion or, or wanting to look good so that other people like me or accept me. I've turned this new leaf where it's like, it's about me. I don't care what anybody has to say about me. Just a couple of days ago on TikTok, somebody told me I had fat thighs. Do you know that what, what that would have done to me five years ago, two years ago? Oh my God. I, I probably would have never eaten a morsel of food again in my life if somebody told me that. And I saw that comment and I was like, yeah, she thick or whatever. Like just feel so secure in myself because I know that my body is not the most important thing about me. It's important because it, it gets me through this life, but, but it doesn't define me. The number on the scale doesn't define me. And it's the least interesting thing about me, I hope, I think. And when I think back to on memories and like these times in college, I don't remember what 
what these girls looked like. I don't remember if anybody was a certain shape or size or had a pimple on their forehead. I just remember the moments. I think about that, you know, even from times like a month ago or two months ago when I go out to eat. Am I thinking about that meal that I ate? I can't remember what I ate, but I had a great dinner. So it's like, why am I fixating on these things that don't matter long term? Why am I focusing on these external things that don't matter and that I'm not going to take to the grave with me and that I'm not going to be remembered by and I don't want to be remembered by. I want to make memories. I want to go out to the dinners. I want to enjoy. If I if that means having to skip a workout or if that means that I ate too much or if that means that I just enjoyed myself, amazing. That's the goal. The goal is just to, to enjoy life. There's so much that life has to offer and the one thing that I will say that I regret is not leaning into the college experience, not leaning into these experiences in my early 20s, not like building friendships and relationships when I could have like it really got in the way of of a lot of my experiences I lost myself for years I, I wasn't me I don't think I had a personality I was like a floating body that was it literally almost floating because I was so skinny like I could have floated away in the wind <laughs> It was really scary um, and it's not something to joke about, but looking at it now I can, I feel like because it's me. So let me joke about me, but I never wish that upon anybody. And I do know that a lot of people struggle with this. And I do think that a lot of people have a lot of shame and don't talk about it. It's part of my journey and it's part of my story. And it really makes me appreciate my health now. And it really makes me want to take care of my body now. Like I'm constantly thinking about the future version of me and my body. The idea of overeating to the point where I would, I'm going to throw up or need to throw up or want to stick my fingers down my throat like that's not good that's not you know me thinking about my future self I really have just like this mindset now where it's like I can have anything anytime I want it and I don't need to go overboard and one bad meal isn't going to change anything one good meal isn't going to change anything and if I want to eat you know a cookie today great I can have one tomorrow as well so there's no reason to eat five of them today I think it just comes with maturity too and realizing I am more than just my exterior. I don't place my value on how other people think about me anymore. And I think when you're young, you do, because that's really all you have to go off of. In high school, you're worried about being popular. Okay, how can I get more popular? How do I have to act to look popular? What do I have to look like to be popular? You kind of just start to mimic people and the things around you. And then eventually, as you get older, you start to find yourself and find who you are and find the things that make you feel good. And you start to know yourself more. And when you know yourself more, you don't have to worry about as much as people accepting you and what's going on on the outside, you know? And you're able just to like feed what's going on on the inside, the energy and like who you are as a person that you're radiating is like who you are. That's what becomes more important. Looking at me now, one person might think I'm fat. One person might think I'm skinny. One person might think I'm fit. One person might think I'm not fit, but it doesn't matter because everybody has this different perception of me and they perceive me differently. But all that matters is how I perceive and look at myself. And if I'm happy, that's all that matters. I don't feel the need to be like, feel accepted by everybody else. Looking perfect is what's glorified. It's not realistic. Every single person has their insecurities. That's what I also think is important to know is these supermodels that you see or these people who have amazing bodies that you look up to and you idolize, they have insecurities. They have things that they're working on. They have personal battles as well. They probably look up to somebody else and idolize them. We all want what we can't have. And we really need to just focus on ourselves and like the fact that we're unique. We, we should all embrace our uniqueness. We should all embrace our differences. And we shouldn't be trying to compete or be perfect or look a certain way to fit in or look a certain way to feel good about ourselves. We can't be riding off this exterior validation or like we can't be, you know, gaining our confidence from what we look like in our bodies. And I get it. 
I'm human. Like there's times where I am like, oh, I do want to like lose a little bit of weight or I don't feel good because I feel like I don't look good in this or whatever, but I don't let it consume me and I don't let it take over anymore. I am just so proud of myself for where I'm at and I will always be open about my struggle and I'll never sit here and claim I'm perfect now. I never have these thoughts. I never sit here and feel not confident. I definitely have my moments. I definitely have moments where I'm like, oof, shouldn't have had that. Or maybe I ate too much, but like, I'll never get back to the place that I used to be. Like, I think it was even last weekend, I had a cookie and I was like, well, now I want another one. Oh, now I want another one. And I had three cookies and a scoop of ice cream, maybe two scoops of ice cream, who's to say? And did I feel afterwards like, didn't need that? I'm extremely stuffed, but I don't now feel the need to go overboard and eat more. Like back in the day, if I had done that, that would have sent me into a binge and I would have eaten everything in the pantry to the point that I was ill and couldn't move. I couldn't imagine doing that anymore. I, I have such a grip on it. I think like times where I'm like, ooh, like I ate too much, but you didn't do nearly as bad as you used to do. And that's a win. That's a win in itself. Oh, I ate three cookies. Big fucking deal. I still sit here to this day and I barely like I'm and I'm fine. And I'm fine. Nothing's changed. I had three cookies. You know, the world didn't end. So important for me to always just remember my progress. There are times that I may feel like I'm out of control, but I'm not. You know, enjoying, overindulging sometimes is just life. <laughs> it happens. We do it. Like we're human. You're allowed to eat the three cookies and not feel bad about it. You're allowed to do these things because I and maybe I think I just really want like a cookie right now or something. <laughs> For me, I just always have to focus on like how far I've come and it's going to be something that I work on every single day and I, I will heal my relationship even more every single day. I'd be working on my relationship with myself and food and everything and fitness and health and I really can't wait for the day that I get to be a good example for like my daughter or my son. I really want to make sure that I do and I want to set right now a good example for you guys watching and listening and, and seeing me online or listening to this podcast. I want everybody to just be happy and healthy. I don't ever want people to feel like they have to look a certain way to be loved or accepted. And I think that's kind of where I was at and what started my eating disorder a lot of the bit was just trying to fit in and feel accepted and loved. I was struggling a lot with, with anxiety at that time. And a lot of the times I cling on to things that I can't control. And a lot of times our weight and the things that we're eating are things that we can control. That's also another thing to analyze. It's like if you're struggling with, with this, is it because there's a lot of things going on in your life and this is something that you feel like you can control? I don't really have any tips right now. Like this episode isn't about that. This episode was more so me just sharing my journey and just putting it out there that we've all struggled with this. And I feel like a lot of people look up to me or they see my body and they're like, oh, you have the dream body and all this stuff. But it's like, I, I have a lot of struggles and I've dealt with a lot of things and I still deal with things. I don't want people to think that they have to look like me. I hope that you see me and you see more so than just the exterior. You see somebody who has a healthy relationship with food and somebody who is spreading a positive message and who motivates you. At the end of the day, it's all I want to do is motivate people to feel and be the best version of themselves. And that's really what's important. That's above all else. That just about wraps up this episode today. This will definitely be a topic that I talk about again. This doesn't even scratch the surface of things. And I really want to have Caitlin on and Jordan on because these are two of my friends who have struggled with the same things that I have and we've kind of seen each other through it and we've all come out on the other end. And I think you just get a different perspective and I just would really love to have a conversation with the two of them as well. Keep an eye out and ear out to for those episodes. I love you guys so much. I hope you've all had an amazing weekend. I'm doing a lot of like mukbang stuff and food stuff on my TikTok and YouTube. So make sure you look out for those videos. I'm sending you all so much love. 
and kisses and make sure you do something nice for yourself today and just be kind to yourself. Our body, we get one of them. So take care of it and really treat it kindly. I will see you next week here at Girl Therapy. Have an amazing rest of your week, day, whatever it is, whatever time it is that you're watching. I love you so much. Bye.